So we started talking about the Cantonist issue. So we said the first thing that the Tzemach Sadek did was he tried to get the numbers lower. That means that he tried to exempt many people as possible. Obviously, it was a little tough. Um, now, in addition, the Yidin also started bribing local officials to sign papers that, oh, this community already filled out their quota. Right? Even though they didn't. Their quota of how many soldiers they needed to send to the army. So let's say if the government decided that this community needs to send 300 soldiers, so after they send 250, you, you bribe the guy in charge to say, okay, they already finished, even though they didn't. Now, obviously, every one of these things is extremely expensive because you couldn't just bribe one guy. You're bribing many people. Um, <coughs> and... The Rebbe was the one spearheading the movement to raise spearheading. Spearheading, mm -hmm. spearheading means that he was like the one in charge, and um, to raise the tremendous amount of money needed for this specific purpose. But even with this lesser number of Jews being sent to the army, at the end of the day, you're not saving all of them. Most of the people are going to get drafted. And even one Jewish boy getting drafted is too many. So many individual communities, um, they went into a little bit of a legal way out of it, meaning that this wasn't illegal what they were going to do, was that under certain circumstances, if you had, let's say, a community that happened to be very rich, it would, if you pay 500 ruble, that exempts one person from going to the army. One. Yeah, that's it, one person. So that means if you have a rich commuter and you pay 1,000 ruble, okay, that's two people you saved. 10,000 rubles, 20 people. But how much money are, could you raise? Yet yeah, that's a fortune. Who's paying for this? Um, at the end of the day, more people are being drafted than being saved. Huge amounts. And the question is, okay, so we're, we have to work on the people that are, that in order to save them. Now, we also have to work on those that once they're drafted, what do we do about them? How could we save them? There's going to be tremendous pressure for them to convert. We want to save them from that. Now, as we're going to see shortly, they were not forgotten and they were not neglected. The Tzemach Sedek arranged for different people. He made it their shluchus to be in constant touch with as many of these Jewish soldiers as possible. Um, keeping up a friendship with them even after they got out of the army. Now understandably, the, the draft brought tremendous pain and suffering to, to who knows how many families. When a son goes off to the army, he says, okay, I'll see you in 25 years. Do you think they're ever going to see their son again? They don't know. Who knows what's going on? And if, even if he survives physically, will he be a from Yid? Will he come back and say, oh, sorry, I became a Christian in the army? However, a year or so after the draft began, the army commanders informed the Tsar that these young men were not assimilating. They were not mixing with the Gayim the way they hoped. Because 
when they show up at 18, they already learned in yeshiva for the past 12 years. They know too much to be influenced. Some of them are coming when they're married already, you know? So they have a wife and kids that they bring with them. Now, another problem is that a lot of these boys, since they know they're going to be drafted, what do they do? They disappear before their draft, before they turn 18. They run away from home. So even though tens of thousands of young men are officially drafted, the number of Jewish soldiers that are serving is actually much lower than that. So the Tsar then made a harsher gezerah. The Jewish boys would now be forced to join the army. Even if that means taking them from their family by the age of 8, 9, or 10. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And, and they would take them from the Jewish homes and put them in Gaisha homes. And they would then be raised as what's called sons of soldiers. In Russian, this word is known as, this is word is called a cantonist. Yeah, cantonist. Right? So that, this is where the word cantonist comes from. It's the Russian word, which means son of, sons, of, of sol, sons of soldiers. And now, again, the 25 years don't start from when they get kidnapped from their home. It starts when they turn 18. But for the 10 years before that, they're stuck in a Jewish home. How much learning can go on then? Now, furthermore... The government would no longer be selecting people for the draft. They had a much crueler way of doing things now. The way it's going to work is every community, it's up to the Jewish community to provide this amount of people. If one of them runs away, guess what? Choose someone else instead of him. So now you had a big problem. According to halacha, are you allowed to run away? No. Because if you run away, it means someone else is going to have to take your place. Is that fair? Right? That's like, uh, there, there are three things, right, that you have to give your life, life for. Shri Chazdamim was one of them. You don't think this is a form of Shri Chazdamim? You have a choice. Run away or get sent to the army. Right? Run, run away or get sent to the army. If you run away, the other guy is getting sent to the army. Now, until they made this change... If you run away, okay, fine. So you ran away, big deal. But if you know they're gonna pick someone, they're gonna have to pick someone instead of you. That's not fair. So now this new decree, however bad it was until then, this new gazera was way worse and created way bigger problems for the Jewish community and for the Jewish people as a whole. How are the community leaders supposed to choose which boys get sent to the army? Don't you think it will look funny if... Let me, if, if I'm a community leader, you think I'm going to want my son to end up in the army? I'm going to arrange things that... It's not him that's chosen, right? If our Abunim are in charge, you don't think their Abunim are going to try to arrange that their son's not going to be... Now, of course, everyone, dis, everyone nobody trusts anybody anymore. Because they notice that, oh, the leaders, their sons never get chosen. Right? So how do you choose who goes, who doesn't go? Are you going to pick all the poor kids in town to go? Because the rich people are going to give you, going to bribe you and say, don't choose my son, I'll give you, I'll give you a th uh, whatever, 200 ruble. And sadly, the, the mistrust 
people stopped trusting each other. Yidin. And everyone was just trying to protect their own son, and that's it. And, and you can imagine how sad, what a sad situation that is for Klai Yisrael. And the, whenever a boy was chosen to go to the army, you think the parents, in the back of their head, they're always going to say, oh, I wonder how uh, my son got chosen and not that guy's son. I wonder what, he, what favor he did for you. Did they, did, they, did they really write everyone's name in a gyro and put all their names in and then pick out a name? Is that really what happened? Or did they, by mistake, leave out a few names here and there? Just, you know, it was a mistake, an accident, who knows? They all happen to be the Rabbanim's kids and the rich people's kids. And we're going to continue to talk about this tomorrow.